Hey, Caitlin. Chris, what is up? Happy 2016. Happy 2016. Uh, to usher in the new year, we have a guest. We have an amazing guest. We've tried to get on the show for months and months, uh, and I'm delighted he's here today. Guest? Do you want to introduce him? I, I want the guest to introduce himself. He's a radio I'm pro. already here. It's me, Usher. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Usher, Usher Raymond. Love... What a get. <laughs> US Wow. Okay. It's not The me main actually. draw, now um, the venue for Usher. My name is uh, Sean Ramosverum. I like one tennis player, and I'm here to talk about him. All right. And that player is Roger Federer. Sean. <laughs> Nave. No, that would be the that would be the one player we would never book someone on who was just a fan of that one player. Like it would be so boring. Like, yeah, all right, great. You're I was just around. kidding, but I am like a uh, obnoxiously ardent supporter of Novak Joker Djokovic. There you go. There you go. All right. So Caitlin Which... is sighing with disgust. Um, uh, <laughs> Stri- well, I just want to get to the racist. bottom of it. Okay, sorry. It's racism. It's just blatant racism. I just want to get to the bottom of it. <laughs> a conversation as a venue for, for exploration of that. Because I understand why people like him. I just don't understand why people love him. Does that very few, I feel like few people do, though. I mean, like, he's got a million Twitter followers or whatever. But, like, for right. the amount of for, – for the man's – the man's accomplishments are nowhere near – the level of fanaticism that it, like those accomplishments garner like or, or should garner you know like if if he were a different guy who looked different acted differently came from a different place didn't so overtly like big up jesus christ all the time i bet he would have like <laughs> a crazy amount more fanaticism than he has currently Huh. I'm the only person I know who loves him. I like him fine. Um, but unless you're Serbian, it seems like you don't have the sort of love that you just described. And and so it's – I want to ask you questions, but just like articulate that a little bit further. It's the gap. It's the gap between like respect and accomplishment. Totally. I mean any, any – I can't – I cannot think of a Grand Slam final Djokovic was in and – I don't how many has he been in like 20? I don't sure. have the I don't no, have the raw data. Probably read that. But probably around 20 where the crowd was like uniformly behind him. Which is fucking amazing. He is a world-class champion. He will go down in history as like one of the like I mean at this point he's already like top 10 ever, yep. right? At least. Yes. yes. Um and, and that's just in wins. If you talk about like his like streaks in in what was it 2011 yeah. and 2015, uh, sorry, it's 16 now. So yeah, 2015. It's like it's unprecedented shit that this guy's accomplished, and he still cannot win crowds over. And why is that? Has he said something awful ever? Like, no. He used to make fun of other players, but like that seems like fair. No, game. it was charming actually when he yeah, did it. There's there's nothing really to hate about him as far as players in his league, which are like who are we talking about? Like for the past ten years, Nadal, Federer, Murray, anyone else? Yeah, I mean, you could say like Pete and Andre. Sure amongst those elite men and even the elite women, very few players can laugh when they're down like two sets. Yeah. Or even like, oh, or even like fucking you totally, you're totally winning me over with this thoughtful, uh, compassionate yeah. argument. <laughs> like he has a sense of humor in these moments where you don't expect him to anyone to, I think he's just sincere and like, he's got a big fucking heart and a great sense of humor. And he's, an amazing player. Who are we kidding? It's just like so much fun to watch him play. Sure. I'm a little taken aback. Chris, do, you, do uh, let me collect myself. Do you have any initial reactions to that? <laughs> well, look, I find <laughs> well that done, all. Well done, John. 
<laughs> I found that all very persuasive, I guess. But uh, what, <laughs> like, is it? Um, but so I think the other complaint against him is that his game is. Um, I think Caitlin in the past has used the word stultifying, um, mm. like like watching him play. And there's no doubt that he's great, and uh, he brings like a level of like a combination of like power and flexibility that's like weird and never seen before, maybe. But yeah. do, do you actually? enjoy watching him play points like the grace of his game right right aesthetics i love watching him slide on that up and down that baseline you know? yeah that is cool that is cool mm-hmm. it, it, it's it's ridiculous looking like it doesn't even look like he's playing tennis sometimes it looks like he's playing he's like playing hockey down on that baseline right. um yeah, I mean, I, I don't see as much, like, magic in his game, but that can be said for, like, I don't know, 90% of, like... Well, Andy Murray, sure. Top 30 men's players. I mean, like, yeah, when you watch... But th- that's the thing. Like, I love watching him play Roger Federer because Fed gives me all of the, the grace and style and pizzazz, and Djokovic gives me all of, like, the personality I want. <laughs> I'm going to give it to you because this is pretty, like, comprehensive. Tennis is a lot like the internet. Like, it's never been better than right now. <laughs> there's this woman um who is serbian she's a journalist named anna mitrich and she has we've talked about having her on the show because she kind of has this whole theory about djokovic and why the western press hates him or doesn't Uh at least appreciate him and it's solely 100 percent based on like you know bias and like snobbery about where he's from and there's it's ne- it's all culture and context. Like people think it's trashy, right? People think his family's trash. I, I really do think that. I do think yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, I'd say that I think that, that both what you said was true, and also that I think that if I'm really examining myself, and that's <laughs> yeah. like a really that's really shitty, right? Yeah. Well, like Andre Agassi was like from like a poor kid from the desert wearing tattered jeans, and you know he couldn't occupy a greater space in my heart. Yeah. And yet, the one time this guy that's wears like, that, that's Djokovic wears one dragon sh- shirt, you know, and <laughs> yeah. tears it open, revealing a giant wooden cross underneath, yeah. and you know, I'm a real asshole. I mean, Sean, you should know that that dragon shirt has a, has had a disproportionate effect on Caitlin. She really <laughs> I can't, can't let it go. <laughs> can't 100 percent of the time. What do you think? Do you think there was a turning point? Because I don't want to brag here, but I once not only met him, but I played with him. Yeah, I'm I mean, super like, glad you just can't be jealous because like <laughs> I could play like Connect Four with him. But <laughs> <laughs> he was really, really nice. He was ah, like unbelievably see? nice. Yeah, he's literally the only professional tennis player I've ever like met and hung out with a little bit. And he was like he couldn't have been nicer. It was ni- nineteen ni- two thousand nine. He wasn't yet who he is but he was like in the top five he we did like a demo video it's when i worked at time magazine he was really cool and nice and funny and like he's self-deprecating and i don't know what changed for me but i want to know while i think about it what changed for you because i loved him then and i really was rooting for him to ascend and i frankly got bored with federer's dominance at that point and now that it's over i'm instantly nostalgic for it and i can't quite pinpoint I think it's the game. Maybe it's the trashiness that I, that I'm sort of bringing to the table. But like, when do you think it started changing with, with his like Davis cup win? And then the, the streak, the 40 match streak. Djokovic is like Kanye to me a little bit. Like Kanye could never do any wrong to me after 
his MTV VMA performance of Runaway, where it was his (laughs) first time back at the awards after the Taylor Swift incident. And he came out in this ridiculous, like, red suit with this black T-shirt on and these, like, beyond thick gold chains, like gauge 47 or something and he just like <laughs> in this giant on this like giant circular white stage like all white background all white light white floor um he played this like amazingly like emotional and evocative song and and just like it was like him on a keyboard and like auto-tune and like pouring his guts out and it was like a hip-hop song like i'd never fucking heard it was this epic pop song and i was just like Whatever this man does, like, I'm in. I'm in forever. Like, he's just my dude. And that moment for Djokovic to me was, like, 2011 U.S. Open. Yeah. It's, yep. it's when he's down double match point against yep. Federer. And he, it's just amazing. I was watching it this morning, like, thinking that we were going to do this today. Like, the crowd is so behind Federer. Yeah. Even though, you know, you would think, like, I mean, well, I guess it's a, it's it's five sets in, so – they're behind Federer because they want him to put, put Djokovic down. But, like, you, you put Nadal in, in Djokovic's place and you've got a crowd that's probably cheering for Nadal to, like, win one more point, even they, though they still might want Federer to take it. Totally. So, so Djokovic, though, is basically, like, taking in, I don't know, the sound of, what is it, 30,000 people at Flushing Meadows, like, rooting for him to fail? Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> he's got this fucking look. It's so amazing. It's like this... He puts his jaw out. He like his yeah. jaw protrudes, and he he sort of like nods his head up and down. Like, yep, yep, this is where it happens. And like anyone watching it at home or anyone in the crowd is thinking, like, oh, he knows he's resigned to his loss. He knows he's going to lose, and he's accepting it. That's what that nod is. But <laughs> then he plays like the most ridiculous point. Federer like nails this serve, and he like drops it in the far back corner yeah. it's like the risky the best return i've ever seen hockey possible return yeah to like double match point down right and then he walks down the baseline and fucking raises his arms like yeah what you're not gonna applaud <laughs> me come on what does it take and like i remember being like holy shit that's my dude and then like i remember the press conference because you know he eventually of course goes on to take the match he wins another three games and takes the match he, he wins another match point and then wins the match on his own match point um, or defends another match point then wins on his match point. And I remember the press conference after like Federer just being like fucking stunned. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I think he said something like, I've been playing this game all my life. I don't understand how you hit that shot. I don't understand how you're down double match point and you hit that shot. And like that shit was just magic to me. Of any sport, of any athlete anywhere, he alone had a really thoughtful, like lovely thing to say about like, the Syrian refugee crisis. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I was just like, shit, man, this guy's making me like him. And it's really conflicting. But like, what do you think it's going to take? Or do you think he's just going to like, at some point be like, you know what fuckers? Like I just passed Federer's major record. Yeah. I think it'll How be like, like George W. Bush. It'll be like retirement. Hmm. Like when that guy goes away, everyone will hate him a little less. Right. He's the Jimmy Carter of tennis. But he's not around. Yeah, like, I think, like, people, like, look at fucking McEnroe. No one loved, like, like he's, like, he's, like, everyone's best friend now, but he's yeah. a dick, you know? And, like, and Djokovic isn't even a dick no. by, like, all measures, you know? Um, like, so I, I think it would just take that. I think the reason I can maybe like him more than you two is that, like, I've never been, like, a great tennis player. 
and I think, I mean, you guys may not consider yourself great tennis players, but you're certainly pretty, <laughs> you're you. certainly pretty good as far as <laughs> rumor not. has it. You're both pretty fucking good. <laughs> and like, I'm like more like a narrative sports um, watcher and like a narrative uh, sports enjoyer enthusiast. And the narrative of Djokovic, like, which like, I don't know how true it is, but like he grew up playing like in a fucking tennis in a, in, a, in a swimming pool in Yugoslavia, yeah. and like Syria. look at him now, like that shit, and like and then he was like he couldn't get his game together. Like when he wasn't like good, he was like an amusement to me. Like this guy who like made fun of Nadal picking his ass all the time, and like could sort of play and hang with like the big guys until they destroyed him in the third, fourth set. Uh, that was like funny. I like this guy, and he's like I'm glad he's in the circuit. But then like. When it came to like the point, like oh, he's like upped his game to this insane level. Like I didn't care what that game looked like. I was just like, right. I want him to take everything all the time, right? Because he fucking grew up playing in a pool in a war zone. I like Federer a lot, and like watching him play at the U.S. Open was like a great joy of mine. Like a few years ago, like to see him play once live was amazing. But but I'm not like I'm never cheered for him. Fuck him, dude. He's got it made forever. And like I, don't know. <laughs> like, I like this. Are we just sort of coming around on the fact that Djokovic is just like a pretty well-adjusted person <laughs> who like, who like when he has to play the villain, he's like, all right. And he, he, he like doesn't get upset by not being liked. You know what I mean? He just sort of powers through it. And then when people do like him, he enjoys it and it makes everyone laugh. Like we're painting the portrait of like psychic health <laughs> for someone who everybody thinks or thought was kind of a creep when he started. No one's ever told me, uh, uh, no one's ever given me a good reason to not, like, just worship the man uh, for, like, the reasons I, like, no one's ever given me, like, a really great counter argument. And, like, I can th- I can see the things that people hate. Um, I can see, like, okay, this guy, like, rips his shirt off when he wins. So fucking what? He just won a grand <laughs> slam. Do you know how fucking hard that is? Like, that guy just ate grass at Wimbledon wow you're mad that he shows like the greatest amount of enthusiasm possible that one his parents aren't classy fuck you my parents are like you know like a lot of my family's like middle class like christians who like just work menial ass jobs like i mean i don't belong in a tennis resort or like some swiss tennis club so i feel like great about that one or like oh yeah okay so his game's boring that one's great that's an actual good one but like if james like or like so if roddick whose game was just as boring if not more boring had been as good as Djokovic oh, yeah. with that boring game, he would have been God, you know? Oh, yeah. like he's like a beautiful American funny guy who, like, you want to have a beer with who has a boring game. He, like, was good once for, like, a year, and, like, people fucking treat him like he was, like, some, like, I don't know, like, legendary great, and, like, Djokovic still doesn't get any credit, you know? So, like, rant Fair. over, but... No, no, no. no. I, I would love, I would love for someone in this world to tell me, like, why he... Uh, why I shouldn't just adore the dude. <laughs> Fine. I'm going to watch him with new eyes this year, and I, I, I do not often back away from my strongly held opinions. So thank you for that. And he's repping for Uniqlo. It's so cute. Uniqlo? Who would have ever thought? And, like, you know, Rafa's walking around in Tommy Hilfiger underwear. Like, I don't know. He's, like, yeah, trying to bring back 92. I, don't, I have no time for it. I have one, uh, one newsy item on Djokovic, guys, which is that his longtime coach, Ivan Lubicic, Caitlin, is that right? You're a better person than I am. Uh, left to go be the coach for Roger Federer. And if that doesn't make him more sympathetic, like, I don't know <laughs> what does. That must feel terrible. <laughs> uh, now I feel bad for the guy. Yeah. I feel like you, the, the, like the coach, uh, the coach turnover, coach 
incestuousness of of professional tennis and and like especially like grand slam level tennis is like one of the great mysteries of sports yeah. to me like you wonder which like which of these departures are mutual if people were fired if like they fucking hated each other yeah. what what happened like there's this weird brief in, in interval where federer didn't even have a coach and i was like why does anyone have a coach why why do you even need a coach maybe you get to that level you don't need a coach and then like, he had a coach again like and especially like the like former greats coaching like current greats thing it's just all so mysterious to me and then murray having the like fucking most killer coach in the world and then everyone harking on him for like having a female coach what the fuck is tennis is super backwards still i think i think it has like zero to do with like actual like tennis skills and 100 percent to do with like intra tour politics Right or like PR even right like totally yeah yeah I think it's like I got totally- Connors like why would you want Connors to coach you guys seems like a total dick yeah. I would pay for Connors to coach someone else yeah <laughs> exactly or like exactly. when Murray like when Murray won Wimbledon and they panned over to Lindell and he still wasn't smiling so, my <laughs> God it was like the most joyous moment in like so long in tennis it's amazing you know they asked Djokovic like whether he was worried about. Federer getting his coach and he was like yeah i'm worried <laughs> like i think oh, wow. th- thought that was awesome that he was honest about it like no i'm you know i'm so happy for, for the both of them i'm sure they'll be successful it's like no that really hmm. sucks yeah I don't, I don't how did that happen how does that happen money it can't be money like Djokovic could pay whatever Federer could pay right yeah sure yeah maybe it's like a real fuck you i don't know i think i don't think that's that cool i'm yeah. i'm uh, god damn it i'm 2016 i'm tw- i'm team Djokovic. Oh wow! This Sean, is huge. I'm, amazing, I have to Sean. About this. <laughs> wow. this is the only. This is the only recorded instance of me reversing a stance. I just wow. <laughs> Don't get used wow. to it. <laughs> Chris, you're gonna have to get my wife back on the show to confirm that. Setting a new precedent. I know. 2016. We can all change. If I can change, if you can change, we can all change. To Amen. quote the best Rocky movie of all time, Rocky IV. <laughs> um, Sean, you're a gentleman and a scholar. Thanks for being on the main draw. See you on the court. 